Welcome to Pierce the Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And we're on episode 208. Yeah. And we're back in the studio, which is Underground really nice. Bunker. It's really nice because, uh, you know, even as I was editing that last podcast, making sure, you know, all the graphics were good and the audio sounded good. I'm like, just the quality is not the same. And, and, and again, we talked about it. Like people get it, you know, like there's probably going to be lots of times in, in the podcast where we're going to have to do on the road. We're busy. We've got things going on. Uh, but there's something, you know, nice about just going back to our roots and being here, sitting here and talking and yeah. There's only, been, there's been one time I really felt like that was when we went to eBay open. Do you remember that? Mm. And we had contacted eBay ahead of time and said, Hey, by the way, we have this podcast. We would love to be able to have something eBay in the back, like, you know, be in the, in, amongst all the exhibits or something. And they're like, sure, no problem. And then we showed up and there's no room for us in the end. Like we, we we could, we were we had to do it from our hotel room and the lighting was low and it was fine. I mean, we provided content still, but it was one of those where it's just like I understood that you know Pierce podcast like we haven't arrived yet. Yeah. Well, one of my well one of my favorite podcasts of all time is is a group of guys that talk and they're literally at a pub and like you can hear all the pub stuff. See, in that the stuff background drives me crazy. Just, I, do I don't not know. like it's that. It's a good one. Yeah, no, because I. I've I've heard some and and people are dining and, and you hear the clanking in the back and I'm like yeah, that's man. so that's it's so real. annoying to me. It's real. It's I like real. It. Okay. Let All right. So, know, would you mind if we were in a pub while we were doing the podcast? <laughs> we we're bringing you the same content. I don't even think I go to a pub if we're not doing a podcast. It would just be for the podcast. So, now we I we're changing things up a little bit here. Uh, we've already done some changes, being that we are now dropping episodes on Mondays and Thursdays temporarily for now, maybe permanent, but temporarily for now. So we appreciate you guys and your patience. I know some of you hit us on the DMs, like kept hitting the refresh on the YouTube and, and nothing came up. And so from now on, Mondays and Thursdays, we just we had to do some shifting and, and hopefully maybe we'll get back to the original schedule. I do like the original one better still, but we'll see how this plays out for a little bit. But I you're just a creature of habit. You'll like the change. Oh, that is true. That is very true. Now, I will say, though, that from this point forward and probably the new year, I, I think we're just going to be doing mainly update episodes, yeah. right? We'll, we'll do our level, our last level up review, but then we'll do some update because there's so much going on. This is why this episode normally would be a theme episode. Now, we are going to bring in Hustles of the Week into our update episodes like they were theme episodes, but not this time around. We'll swap out bolos and Hustles. Well, yes, correct. Like correct. our old school. We've run out of bolos. There's just no more to share. Uh, there's, there's too many bolos. No, um, there is too many bolos. So, all right, what's been going on with you during the time? I'm interested. Uh, yeah, you you'd be even more interested if I if I disclose right now what it was. But uh, I'll tell you <laughs> oh, off air. Okay. But I I have for a while now. I, I I've been like thinking of other ways to make money. Right. Okay, like. Okay. And uh and so I've been like researching stuff, and I tell my wife, I'm like, well, what about this? And I'd come up with an idea and. And it would be like, nope, that that's not a good idea. And and she'd give me all the good reasons why it's not a good idea. And and she was always right. And uh, finally, I came up with one. And it is a bizarre, probably the most bizarre business strategy or business idea I've ever had. And I originally was like thinking, okay, time, energy, uh, how much I'm going to put into it versus how much I'm going to get out. And then I'm like, is there money in this? And I started looking up on eBay. And I'm like, holy cow. like this is a niche and it's a very profitable niche and it's going to be stuff that I'm able to kind of produce as it were on my own. So it's like a, a, a consumable, but I'm going to be providing the consumable and, uh, and it's got lots of other uh, avenues that can open up from it. So I'm really interested in giving this a shot. I think it's going to be uh, probably 
a good four to five months before I'm actually able to start making my first sales. Uh, but uh, I'm really interested to see if this it's works. Like private label? No, well, kind of it's, it's weirder than that. Like I'm telling you, it's so it's it's I had to really think outside the box. And I'm really excited about this because, you know, for the last couple of years, I found a few niches that I'm, I'm good at and I'm, I sell some things. I'm able to I've got my Craigslist ads and, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I bring in money through those things. But I've been looking for like, what's my gold mine, right? Like, what's my thing? Like, we bring a lot of people on on our interviews and they have a lot of times like they have a thing and it sets them apart, right? Uh, some people are just kind of generic, but like other people have like, this is my thing. I do this and I kind of am the king in this area or or I, I at least know like a lot about this and this is what sets me apart from everybody else. And I think I might have found potentially my thing. And if not, uh, it, it at least will be an interesting adventure. And if it doesn't work out, I'll share so, the... Okay. So you'll share if it doesn't, but if it does, if it you do, won't share. It, if it does work <laughs> out, I got to at least wait until I've uh, I've established myself and I'm not going to kill the market. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we have different, we have multiple eBay stores, so this isn't going to be a public one. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. You know, I, I'm, I'm about to get philosophical for a moment. So, you know, I've thought about private label for the longest time. And and for whatever reason, there's nothing that intrigues me about it. And I think it's kind of related to our thought processes. Mm. So this is what I mean. So you're just talking about you're going to create something. Like you like creating something. Well, you're kind of creating something, right? Kind of. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Obviously, Mike's going to tell me off. Well, maybe he'll tell me off the podcast. Maybe he won't. He didn't even tell me before the podcast. But Mike's major is in English, right? And you like writing I think, right? You like creative stories or whatever that is. I don't like writing. Like I like I like retelling. Like my major was in history ed. And so I have a master's in history. So I enjoy retelling stories. Like I enjoy reselling goods. Mm. Right. I just I find the treasures, whether it be in the classroom, I retell them, or whether it be <laughs> online, I resell them. Interesting. Right? I retell and then I resell. No, I'm serious. Like I thought about this because I was I was contemplating this the other day. Like, why why don't I go that route? It would seem that that would be the easier route after spending a ton of money and losing you know all kinds of time until I find the right product. But I, I just don't. Uh, e even right now that I'm doing a ton of Amazon, I love the hunt. I I, I love it. I, I I could I could be doing this for weeks on end. Like I'm so sad that at the time that this episode drops. Right, it's gonna be December what? December 9th? That means we only have eleven good days of Q4. Wow. And that makes me sad. Like I'm, I'm already getting sad that this this craziness is about to end. So, I, right. I kind of want to just show you a picture and uh, not give you any other context than that, and just kind of see what your uh, what your your. Uh, so you got to hop over on the YouTube. If no, 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 I'm not showing it. I'm not okay. showing them. I'm oh showing no, 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 you no just I know your I know. Uh, your uh, interaction. What exactly, right? I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, I, I think it's doable. No, 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 trust me, trust right. me. There's, there's not only is it doable, but it's uh, okay, it's this is gonna be legit. Okay, trust me. All right, well, hey, you know, that is the beauty of eBay, and that's all I'm gonna say. Isn't that the craziest thing you've ever thought? <laughs> the, the, let us know in the comments. Well, okay, let's keep it PG, let's, but let's have, let's, guess. <laughs> let's have your guess down below. Guess your guess what the item is. Wow. 
Okay. See, this is what I love about reselling is that there's so much opportunity and so many different options. That's right. All right. Now, have you been able to go any thrifting or garage sales or all that? You've been kind of, you know, all into your your new idea. Yeah. And there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of back end on this. Um, you know, not really. Uh, I've gone to a few thrift stores and there just hasn't been much. <clears throat> and right now, even garage sales. I went to a couple garage sales. I didn't go out of my way to do garage sales, but I went to a few and um, it's just, I didn't find anything. It was one of those weekends where it just was kind of like a slow weekend, uh, but it's okay because we are, our sales are still high. We're still listing things we're, we're getting through our death pile and pretty much have nothing left there. Uh, but our sales have been kind of pulling us through. And right now we're just in that really unique time again with uh, the COVID and where we're at in California, they just started another like official <laughs> lockdown and so it, it's getting more difficult to source through thrift stores and garage sales. And so it's going to be, okay, so now I'm going to pivot back to sourcing through eBay, sourcing through local offers. And uh, probably over the next couple of weeks, I'll make that transition. I can't believe we're, we're here again. I know. It's crazy. It, but um, it, it is. I mean, I'm not trying to get political into any of this and why it happened or what's going on. I'm just kind of a little bit in shock that we're in this again. And and it and it's it's worse to me because I think the first go around we're all able to understand. I mean, this is why there's all these movements within California that are anti-lockdown right now, yeah. and uh, it's understandable. And um, but it's also you know I see the other side too. So it's a uh, yeah I, I I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, a couple of our thrift stores have to close because of uh, not a couple. I know one that had to close because of sickness around here, and and you know our our stores actually here are being pretty stringent. Like the one we go to, like every time I drive by it, there's a line. There's a line, yeah. Every single time I walk by, and uh, and so I'll get into. Uh, do you want me? Do you want me? You want to share some more? Or do you want me to jump yeah, into? Perfect. All right. So, you know, I experienced the same thing as far as lines. I, I've been doing. All kinds of retail arbitrage. I have not been a in a thrift store or at a garage show probably in over a month at the least. And I remember we had a discussion that I was going to actually still go to garage sales. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. It, and I can actually, you know, looking at the numbers, there's just there's no way that Amazon uh, sourcing the stuff I'm finding will compete with the amount of profit I can make at a garage sale. Uh, unless it's like some mega, you know, mega fine. But even then the velocity of the sales, it doesn't compete. So I have to keep doing Amazon, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the, the van that I've had <laughs> has made all the difference in the world. And, you know, I had a lot of people in the DMs. I actually had a good uh, a childhood friend of mine, a really good friend of mine. He's like, bro, you got to buy a van. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I got to get a property. And, and and it's, you know, what's kind of odd is when, and he listens to his podcast, so he's going to hear this, but I find it weird that like friends listen to our podcast, right? Because I don't know. It's kind of like, I, I like having my life separate. Like people, I, I, I'm kind of in a place now that I like it that people don't know I'm a reseller. Like, I don't go like, hey, I'm Orlando from Pure Podcast. Like, you know, because that, that means nothing. You know, I mean, when one of my friends in college came no, to me. No, that's how you should introduce yourself from now on when you meet people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, I just want to let you know, I'm Orlando from Beer's Podcast. Which means absolutely nothing, which which cracks me up. I'm Mike. You might have heard me. <laughs> Got a YouTube channel. It's kind of a big deal. 4K subscribers, which we're thankful for everybody. Don't get us wrong. We're thankful for everyone. But, I mean, it, it's just it's just a reminder of, to me, of how grateful I am for, for all the people that do listen to that stay in that support us through uh, buymeacoffee.com. 
and, and just, you know, the, the constant, you know, just love out there for us. And so, you know, the, this, this journey, this Q4 has been insanity. I am, I am so exhausted. I am so, I couldn't even get my FBA shipments out today. And, and I'm kind of saddened by that, but the velocity of things that are able to sell so quick I know that even if I wait a day and it just checks in a day later, it's all going to sell within 30 minutes of it checking in. So I'm not super worried about, you know, and now if it was, you know, let's say the 12th, we're getting kind of a little bit too close that the items might not check in in time to sell. But this is what I wanted to share. So this van has me sourcing like crazy. So this past two weekends, I drove probably, no, this past weekend, I know I drove. Mm, at least 1500 miles, probably, probably about 2000 miles. Uh, it, it was a lot. It was so much that I kept driving up California and then I kept looking, I go, Oh, it's going to take me six hours to get back home. Like I thought it was only going to be an hour and a half, maybe two, maybe three. But wh what I'm noticing is this. So always be careful retail arbitrage and what you share. And I, I'm, I'm a big believer in, you know, I would not share a bolo unless you kind of had to, like unless you were in a discord group and it was a requirement or, or, you know, you're amongst friends and you're sharing, you know, stuff amongst friends. I'm always a big fan of having an inner circle. I know this year my, my circle got smaller because of COVID and, and a lot of people that, you know, we would communicate with, we just haven't, cause it's not that we've fallen off and our friendships have fallen apart. It's just cause of COVID. We, we just haven't hung out as much. And <clears throat> it's kind of interesting because you know, we get hit up in the DMs with people all the time sharing bolos with us. And sometimes, you know, I'm kind of thrown back like, whoa, like, why are they sharing that with us? And a lot of people, you know, we appreciate you guys. You guys tell us, hey, you guys share so much with us. We thought we'd help you with this. And I am always grateful for that. But sometimes I get those DMs where people are fishing. Mm. Right. And they share something with me. And I feel really bad because I'm not I'm not going to reciprocate. Because I it was it was an uninvited share. Do you know what I mean? But and and I don't know. Was, am I am I just gonna am I just like canceling us right now? Yeah, all those nice people who've been sending stuff are like, you know what? I'm never sending anything <laughs> no, again. I'm not saying that. I just I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the the fishing. Maybe maybe we should give uh, our bolos to uh, to all the people who are subscribed on Buy Me a Coffee. We'll just drop a. Oh, that's called a Discord group, Mike. No, but it's not on Discord. It's a buy me a coffee group. Oh, there it it's goes. a coffee shop. There you go. But it's funny because sometimes I get sent stuff and I'm like, I totally know about it. Like I already know about it. So it also gives me an advantage because I'm like, oh, all right. I need to be careful now. Right. Because I know so certain individuals part of a Discord group or whatever. And so if that got shared and I share and I agree with it, then it's like, whew, it's just crazy. But I wanted to say this. This was my point. I don't even know. Maybe we need to edit all that out. But my point here was there is so much out there. There is stuff I'm like, I had no idea. And I've been in certain stores and I have scandal stores and I still miss some of these. So what I want to encourage all of you, if you're listening to this, it is December 9th. There is so much opportunity over the next 11 days. Is it is it too late for me to go out and try and uh, get into the Amazon game? I think with, <laughs> yes, because you pick, well, cause, cause you didn't qualify for the merchant fulfilled, right? If you qualified for the merchant fulfilled, you could be doing merchant fulfilled. 
If you want to try FBA, you could, but it might not check in on time. You're probably gated. But I think on the eBay side, it's still doable. Now, I will throw out this. I have the same products on my on a, on my on one of my eBay stores as I do on Amazon. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but it's crickets on the eBay side. It's just there's no movement. It's not happening. Uh, but on the Amazon side, it is, it's insanity. Mm. Right? So much so that I actually have to put my item out of stock on certain evenings because I just don't have the time to pack the items. I, I'm trying to do FBA. I'm trying to do it like eBay. Here's, a, here's the thing about eBay. You're saying sales have been good, right? I'm not saying this. I'm hoping I'm not discouraging anybody. But I haven't listed in two or three weeks. Maybe three weeks. And I'm making more sales than I was a month ago. Right. And and this is just where we're at in e-commerce right now. In in the sense that, you know, you had we had mentioned about waiting in line and with retail arbitrage, it's been heinous. I mean, i I think I think the reason that these sales are so so good is especially in California, you know, some of these stores, they're bigger stores and like we can only allow 70 people in. So I show up and I'm waiting 20 or 30 minutes outside of a store. Then I get in the store, I find the items I'm looking for. Then I'm waiting another 20, 30 minutes in line. Now, the funny thing is, well, it's not funny, but the line has nothing to do with social distancing, has nothing to do with preventing COVID and the cashiers don't move any faster. So it's been kind of like, I understand why the consumers, why are, why buyers are buying online because that that's a lot of time, right? That's why I have no problem charging the prices I charge for items because I'm creating a service. Right, I'm spending a lot of time out there. I, I'm putting myself out on the line to try to connect buyers with the items that they're looking for. But this is what I this is what I figured out during this trip. So I kept sourcing, I kept sourcing, I kept sourcing. I'm like, I, I could do this. I could do this nonstop. Thank goodness I have kids because if I was single at this point in time, and well, I am single, <laughs> but if I was single without children. I, I would, this is all I would do. And I know a lot of people that do that. I get it now. I get it. Why this is what people do. Like I'll, there are some people on Q4 once November hits, they just stay in hotels for two months and they just source, they take that van and they ship out FBA shipments and they're doing a merchant fulfilled on the road, a little bit of eBay on the road. Like I get it because there is so much opportunity out there right now. Now I did have uh, some interesting stories before I jump into the interesting stories. Do you have any interesting stories you want to share? Yeah. So Today, actually, um, is when this happened. So it was kind of interesting. So my wife sends me a message and she... Actually, she calls me. And it's unusual for her to call me when I'm at work. So I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on, right? And it just so happened to be... It was kind of like in, in between classes. So I had a few minutes to talk. So I answered the phone and she's like, did you see the eBay message? That's how she starts it, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, no. And she goes, I think we're being scammed. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Right? Like... <laughs> I'm panicking at this point. And we need sound effects in this podcast. She says it's with the books and we had just sold. Oh. I don't know if we talked about it. No, we haven't. You shared with me, but we okay. can talk about it on the podcast. Um, I, I had an incredible book sale and, and I'll talk about it more depth and at another time. Maybe we, next time we do hustle of the week. Uh, but I, it was like a $600 plus sale, right? So it was a big sale. And so my mind is immediately like, Oh no. But then she says the books, the, you know, the bookends that we sold. And I'm like, okay, okay, it's bookends, right? Which is like a $40 <laughs> like, sale. Whatever. Yeah. 40 bucks, who cares? Yeah. So already I'm like, okay, it's better. But I'm still like, okay, we're getting scammed. Like what's happening here? And the person sent us a message with a picture of different bookends, 
and they're like, this is what I received. Uh, this isn't what I ordered. Um, you need to send me the actual item or give me a full refund. And I'm like, okay, the bookends that we sold were like, it was like metal bookends are really nice, really heavy. Uh, metal bookends that were books, right? So it looked like a couple of books and like one, like some of them were open and it was like, they were like pewter colored. It was kind of cool looking. And the bookend that they showed me was a like resin violin bookend. And I'm like, this is impossible, right? Like we don't even have anything like that. We've never had any item like that in stock. There's no way that's what they received from us, right? There's no way. And so I'm like, all right. And then my wife's like, okay, I already messaged them back and said, um, are you sure this is what you received? Or are you telling me this is what you received? And I'm like, okay, just let me answer the next time they respond back. So I'm teaching my class and she texts me and she says, okay, they, they, uh, they messaged back. And so I, I look at the message and it says, yes, this is what I received. So then we look it up. This item that we sold hasn't even arrived to them yet. Oh, come on now. Right? Like it, it shows that it's coming in the next like two days that they'll get it. And so we responded back and I said, you know, well, I think uh, either you've messaged the wrong seller or you uh, bought multiple items or bought something from another person because uh, our item hasn't actually arrived to you yet. And we've never had the item that you pictured in our inventory. Uh, so the good news is you will be receiving the bookends that you ordered from us. And uh, then they responded back and said, oh, sorry, I bought a bunch of these for my kids, teachers. Um, you're right. This is the wrong, wrong situation. Sorry about that. Right. Sorry for the confusion. But I'm thinking like, how do you not know you bought that like from somebody else? Right. Like, how do you click on the wrong thing? I mean, it's possible. Maybe yeah. they're buying gifts for teachers and they accidentally bought one that they didn't think they bought or something. But um, either way, it was like a panicked moment of like, are we like, what is going to happen here? How do we prove to eBay that, no, I guarantee you we sent them the right thing because we've never even seen this thing they sent us a picture of. I've never in my life seen it until they sent me that picture. See, and this is this is where I'm a big believer that you can't, <laughs> but your reputation is what saves you. But so then, your feedback, your top rated seller, all that stuff. Yeah, and I know all that stuff would have been okay for us. And we probably would have been fine. But then I looked at this person and they have like, several hundred feedback, all positive as a buyer. And I'm like, that's why I was like, this has, this, I don't uh, think this is being scammed. I think this yeah. is like some kind of myth, yeah, mix yeah. up. You made the wrong call. But even still, even if it was like a mix up and they like accused us, like I didn't want the nightmare of it to deal with it when it's like, yeah, how do you prove? Like if I were to send something and they show me a picture of this is what I received and I know that it's not true. Like I know I didn't send you that thing you received. So it's one thing if something breaks, okay, maybe people can scam through that. But yeah, I mean, what do you do? You send, I, I send you something and then you tell me that you got something completely different. That That's a tough one to prove because it's just my word versus there. And then it's just, you know, like you said, reputation. But yeah, there's, there's kind of like a roller coaster of like my, my heart almost stopped when I thought that it was this big $600 sale. And then it was like, okay, it's just a $40 sale, not the end of the world. And then it's like, are we being scammed? Like, are we gonna have to fight with eBay to deal with this person over negative feedback? on a $40 item and then, okay, maybe it was just a misunderstanding. They apologized. Okay. Things are okay. Right. So it was just this like up and down and up and down. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at least it worked out. It worked out. That's good. Okay. So I, I have a lot of stories. I'm not going to, obviously it's not going to be the long You're going to share them all. No, no, I'm not going to share them all. But so I'm so thankful for the reselling community. Like there, I shared this IG story. I stayed, at all these hotels, but I'm telling you this last trip, it was some shady hotels. And I'm thinking about, you know, I run these scenarios in my head. 
Like I have a van that probably has 5k net of inventory. But at the same time, you know, let's say let's say somebody tries to steal. Like they break into my van. <laughs> like what are they going to do with all the toys? You know, so there's another part of me. And somebody on Instagram had suggested I put a tarp. So shout out uh for, you know, suggestion. Actually, a few people had had shared the same idea. And I thought, that's a good idea. So I, 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 I usually like to pack FBA shipments and send them out when I'm on the road. So I have more room in the van. But the beauty of the van is so huge that it didn't matter. Right. But I got to I got to tell you, there there's there is one night where I, I purposely I went to Walmart. I bought a massive tarp. I covered everything. And then at the hotel I was at, I backed up the van to a tree. So they couldn't even open the back doors like they could open the sliding door. But there was another car next to the sliding door. And I'm like, hey, if you really want to take my toys, then you can go for it. It's like taking toys from Orlando. Yeah. But you know what? You know, you know me. I have I have trust issues. So I'm also going, I wonder if any resellers like ever peek into my van. Mm. Right. (laughs) You're, You're looking at me like, Orlando, you need therapy. But it happened. Now, it didn't happen exactly that way. So I'm sourcing this last go around a couple of th- actually, this was yesterday. Was it, I, can't, I don't know. My days are blurred. Yeah, it was yesterday. So I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble finding a certain item. And it's super. Remember, I'm going after whales. Super profitable item. The, the people that are, you know, that we've actually met these individuals. I, I haven't shared with you, who they, but we've met them at one time. And uh, I don't know if they're still listening to the podcast, but, you know, if you are, shout out to you. And so, you know, I'm, I find this item finally, like it, it took me about six to eight stores, but I'm like, what is going on? Like, I thought I caught the restock. So I, a few weeks ago, I found this item and I bought out like everything in Southern California, LA, San Diego, Central California, you know, like almost, almost into the Bay Area. That's how far I drove and I, and I bought out everything. and then. A week ago, I started noticing a restock. And so I started making the rounds and I and I and I hit stores and stores and stores and stores and stores and stores and stores. And then this last go around, I'm like, wait, like what what happened? Does somebody know? Right. And and so I started so I'm like, no, I maybe it's just that, you know, some stores are getting restocks and we're not. So I get this message in the DMs. I got, I'm outsourcing and I'm like, you know, usually I catch DMs and if I'm in the zone, like I'll answer later on in the evening, but I get this like, Hey, you're, you're taking all my, and whatever it was. And I'm like, they're like, LOL, da, da, da. And I'm like, wait a second. I know what's going on. And so they messaged me and they're like, Hey, Hey, why don't you just let me know what stores you've been to? So, you know, I'm not wasting my time and da, da, da. And I said, well, I messaged back and I wasn't trying to be snarky. I just said, hey, if I told you all the stores I went to, we're both going to end up at the same stores. And, you know, that's not going to help any of us out. And he said, yeah, we've been making a killing on this product. Da, 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 da. And I was like, and what ended up happening was they saw me at a store sourcing. Nice. And this kind of item is something that I had to like some stores. They don't let you walk out with carts. Mm-hmm. So I had to like carry all this stuff out. And I'm like, 
there you have it. Like, like you, you just never know who is watching. You never know what is happening. And so, I mean, it, it was, it was great to converse with somebody else that knew about that bolo. Yeah. Right. Because you could like, haha, this is how many I found. This is what I have. Da, da, da. But at the same time, like there's something to be said about not being on social media, being incognito, being, you know, I'm a pretty recognizable guy. Like, unfortunately, my goatee has gotten to the point that it's obnoxious. And so when I go to other retail stores, they're like, oh, yeah, we remember you. You're the guy with the beard. Or, you know, the most annoying one I get is, hi, Santa. Ha, ha, ha. Like, like seriously? Like, come on. How many times do I need to hear Santa this season? Now, the other hey, thing. you can start charging. You say huh? you want a picture? <laughs> Five bucks. There you go. Now, the other thing that's been interesting is that I wonder how many employees get into the RA game. And the reason I say is this is because I had two encounters. I had one where, you know, I don't know if she was just, you know, trying to dig for more info or, you know, she legitimately was trying to find something for her niece and nephew. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, that's really cool. What are you going to do with that? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I have a seller's permit. Like, you know what I'm going to do with this? Like, I don't, I mean, who uses a seller's permit for charity? Like, you can't do that. And she's like, hey, you know, do you mind if I take a picture of this? I'm like, and, and I, I tried to you charge for pictures, man. I try to play it cool because I don't want people to know, because like, the more excitement or the more resistant I get, you know, people want to know more. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, no problem. You know, it, it's a pretty awesome thing. You know, you should check it out. Da, da, da. And then I went to another store and the cashier goes, oh, you found these? I'm like, yeah, I, I saw the restock and I just picked them up. They're like, oh, yeah, these are these are going for big money. I'm like, oh, really? I, how much? Like, I'm just, you know, playing because the question I get, which drives me crazy, is always like, so how much are you going to resell these for? Like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, if I told you, I might as well not come back to your store anymore because you're going to source these. You're going to call your aunt, your uncle, your uncle Bob you're not related to. You're going to call somebody and they're going to come in and source them. So she goes, oh, yeah, I know how much these are going for. I went on Amazon and I looked them up. These are crazy prices. Maybe I should just start doing this. I'm like, ah. And so I'm like, yep, creating competition. Well, well, I have no choice though. You know what I mean? There's no way to, unless I, I mean, it's pretty obvious when I'm picking up like, you know, 10 just, or 20 of the same items. Just give them a Pure Hustle podcast business card and say, check out the podcast. Reselling is a great way. It'll change your life. You won't have to work behind a cashier anymore or a cash register anymore. And, uh, you know, this could be the start of something new for them. You like helping people. I, I do like helping people, but I think, I think the, the comfort I took in it all is that I'm ungated a lot of stuff and the stuff that I am sourcing is very much gated. Yeah. And you know, you can't do merchant field at this point in time. And, and FBA is a process. Like you do, it is a learning curve. Now I believe everyone can do it. It's just getting in there and making those first two shipments and just sending them out. But I, I got to tell you, I, I, out on the road, like I'm watching my six, like who, who's, who, who's out there. Who's, who's looking at me now. That's, that's normal for Orlando. Like I, I'm telling you, I went to some parts. I, I literally like slept with one eye open because I'm like, I, I, I hope I'm good the next day. See, on the last episode, we decided that you were the optimist and I was the pessimist. But uh, <laughs> I'm starting to reconsider. 
Well, because I also know that human nature doesn't bend towards good. That's true. So, you know, I, I've always like, when I come in and I have to use those luggage, luggage carts, did I say luggage, 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 luggage. Okay. okay, Sorry. That I said something different. And I'm making literally 10 or 15 trips full of inventory on those carts. I think it'll go like, what's it going to take for the gal at the front desk who maybe has ties to the mafia to call somebody and go, Hey, yo, room 103 stacked with inventory. And then the moment I go out to grab a burrito, I come back and it's all gone. Right. Am I, am I, let me know. Am I, am I full of fear or is that legitimate? I mean, anything can happen, man. You send your stuff out in a, in a shipment and the, the, the truck burns down. You know what I mean? Like anything could happen, but you can't, you can't live in fear. No, but that's different. Take that's, precautions. That's different than me coming back to my room. Like, you imagine you have 5K of inventory in your hotel room and you come back and for an $8 burrito, you risk all your inventory. So that's why I'm doing Uber Eats from now on. Crazy. No, man. we're not sponsored by them, by the way. So, but you can if you want. All right. Anyways, thought I'd share all that. All right. Are we ready? For, well, actually, before we do that, you know what I've been using on the road? What have you been using on the road, Orlando? <laughs> Obviously, we're going to take a minute to talk about uh, one of our affiliate sponsors, Skull Shaver. Yeah. I've been using Skull Shaver for my dome, and it's helped me keep that clean look. And so I can actually, you know, negotiate better deals at some of these stores. Yeah. I mean, you know, pre- presentation is really important. And uh, and I'm sure that if, you, if you're trying to do some of these, these deals or you're going around with all of this stuff and you looked, uh, your hair was growing out and it looked terrible... Uh, you know, people might be thinking you're the one stealing it, right? And so by by keeping the dome nice and shaved down, it's like, well, this is a very presentable man. Uh, he must use skull shaver. So if you're not using skull shaver yet, and you need to, and you know, if you need to, I mean, you're lying to yourself if you if you're lying to yourself, and you know that, right? A lot of people need and aren't using. Uh, it's the best product. It's it's amazing. Pick up a skull shaver and use promo code Peer, and you will get a nice little discount. So. And and there's enough time to get that expedited shipping to send that loved one that special Christmas dome shaving look. Yeah. So also, hey, buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. Thank you. I, a lot of you guys, like out of, after the last episode, just signed up for the yearly membership. Like, boom, just like that. Nice. So we are grateful for that. Thank you so much. And, you know, there's still an opportunity. Welcome to the coffee shop. Welcome to the coffee shop. All right. So if you want to say thank you in a monetary way and sign up for our membership, hopefully we're able to get enough support that we can start doing more on the podcast in, in the coming year. Uh, again, buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle just for less than a dollar an episode, $5 a month. You can become a member of pure. So podcast again, our content is a hundred percent free. This is just to allow us to be able to do more. So again, buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. And you can sign up for that membership. Now, if you've been following us on, on social media, we are Pure Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and what's the, what's the other one? Am I missing something? TikTok. TikTok. That's right. TikTok. By the way, all you that came over from TikTok, we appreciate you. TikTok's been rough lately. It, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, and I, I'm looking. Most resellers like have not posted on TikTok in a, in a minute. Yeah. I think TikTok, uh, it, maybe it was a flash in the pan. I don't think it is, man. It's still huge. Like it is a monumental force. 
So we need to be on there more. We will be TikToking more here soon. We're also Pure Cat, Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter. We are Pure Hustle Cast on Twitter. You can always give us a call, 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Or shoot us an email, purestpodcast at gmail.com. That's purestpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for all the iTunes reviews. I thought I would share a couple. Are, are you okay if I share a couple? Sure. You could have said no. <laughs> I'm just saying because... What's that going to make me? No. <laughs> Do not share the uh, the the stuff that people have taken time to write to encourage us. We do not want to thank them and and share that with others. But seriously, and so we're at three sixty three. My hope is by the new year we could be at four hundred. So I know maybe that, that's a little much, but I think it'd be awesome. We could be at four hundred. It's like thirty seven more. I mean, if you're if you're listening right now and you haven't gone over to iTunes, um, and we always talk about the algorithm on eBay. Uh, for podcasts, the algorithm is iTunes. It's the it's the monolithic site that that kind of determines whether or not your podcast will be successful. So the more reviews, the more likely our content will be found by others. And that really helps us out. So please put a review. That's very, very helpful. Plus, it's just encouraging. You know, Orlando and I read these and and it makes us want to keep doing what we're doing. All right. So a couple here. Here's from Roger That 88 said Mike and Orlando do not drop tons of information on exactly what they are selling. What they do drop is knowledge. The information you'll gain from this, these podcasts is more, more valuable than the details of what they sell. And that's what we've always been about, right? We've been about teaching you how to instead of what to get, right? Because there's always going to be the what. But if you know how to do the how, you're going to be far better off. On top of that, they still give you items to be on the lookout for, our bolos, and info on big sales. Any reseller at any stage can benefit from reselling. I, I appreciate hearing that uh, from listening. I've been flipping items on the site since I was 16. Wow. Reselling snacks and drinks in homeroom when I was in school, local pickups on Craigslist, Amazon, yard sales, eBay. These guys have helped me zero in on new items to flip and the tactics to source them. Thank you. Highly recommend. Appreciate that. That means a lot to me because sometimes I'm wondering, like, are do we have veteran resellers that listen, right? Because, you know, there's, there's a certain point where you know a lot, but there's only so much more you can know, you know? So I appreciate that. All right, let me read this last. I'm sorry if I skipped over somebody. There's so many good ones. So this is from Lexi GZZ said, don't miss all the reseller value. Started listening to this podcast earlier this year and it didn't take long to find value in it. Every episode, I find a tip, trick, advice, nugget. I can easily apply to my reselling. The hosts are the perfect balance of informed, entertaining, and inspiring. <laughs> so nice. There are level up reviews, which are my f- personal favorite. Who knew? Like, yeah, man. Do you remember when we were going to do these back in the day? And yeah. we, I mean, our listens were kind of down in the beginning. And now they're they're getting like they're toe to toe with all the other episodes. Yeah. So gonna keep doing them. So said if you're interested in reselling or eBay, this should definitely be on the top of your podcast list. It's on mine. So we appreciate every single one of our listeners there, everybody who follows on on social media, you know, every every dime that I spent on buying me a coffee or a t shirt. Hey, by the way, t shirts, yeah, we're over out of larges. We're gonna have to restock those. But if you have anybody that doesn't wear a large who needs a Christmas gift, here you go. So here's a podcast shirts are available. Yeah, limited time only. All right, enough of the selling. <laughs> but I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. Because seriously, it and on the road, you know, it's really nice interacting with all you guys on DMs. I know I don't get to everyone right away because I'm super busy. But I, you know, my, Mike and I were talking about, I was telling Mike, like, I feel really bad. I haven't been posting as much on, on social media. But it, it's a fact that we're all a community. The fact that we're able to, you know, share and discuss, it just, you know, I don't feel alone out there. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. I think we need to have a, now we have sound effects for our different segments. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to make like a cool 
technoed out dance version of like shameless plug. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was kind of Mario sounding, but you know what I'm saying? That was <laughs> now that he, do, 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 do. all right. Now that's when he like he goes into like he gets a star. I don't know. I'm, yep, yep. I think so. Okay. Think so. <laughs> all right. Now let's get to the important stuff. Those of you that just fast forward. Oh, nope. That's no, not that's not the bolos, not yet. Here we go. Breaking news. Mike messed up and pressed the wrong button. But the podcast is not ruined because we are bringing you the breakingest news that is broken on breakingest. podcasts anywhere ever. Orlando, take it away. All right. So I have one tip that I wanted to share from one of our listeners who always shares with us some awesome tips. Now, he does run an advanced kind of eBay Facebook group. And so he has a lot of good things to say. And so, you know, he always shares and he says, share if you want. Like he doesn't like this last time he actually put together a, a video message to us and and the advantages of doing something. Because I talked about before about, you know, the idea that I really don't know what to do with, with categories. Like I have no idea, like what's the point of categories and stores? I'm talking about eBay. So on eBay, like you can choose a store category, but Mike and I are big believers that you, you really don't convert at all from the categories. It's not like people go into your eBay store, like they walk into, you know, a retail store and they look for the sporting goods department or the Harley department or the shoes department or the board games department, right? They're just there trying to get what they want. Now, uh, the the underscore Greg Perry on Instagram had shared with us. I thought I'd I'd share this because I think it's pretty cool that you could use those store categories to your advantage. And the way you do this is on your description. So, for example, I sell Harley. I sell a lot of Harley, and most of these Harley buyers, you know, they they buy a lot of Harley stuff. Now, so, sometimes I do get them that just buy a bunch of my Harley stuff. But a better way, and this takes me back to old school because I haven't done this in a while. Is that eBay took away the HTML, like all the HTML stuff, which I'm fine with. I think it was time to go, but you can still put links in your description. So what he what he shared was the idea of taking, you know, your store category. The way I found the easiest way that I found out about it, I don't want to get too complex into using HTML code. I'm going to give you the very basic way is if you Google your store or your eBay store. And then your eBay store comes up and then you click on your category. If you copy that link, okay, and then you go to, I, I say word. I, if, you, if you know how to hyperlink faster, I'm going to give you the easiest way to hyperlink. At, at least I think. Not the easiest, but the way I know how, right? You go to Word, you paste that web address, and then you highlight it. You right-click it. You click on hyperlink. And then you put the web address again where that hyperlink should go. You have a hyperlink. And then you copy and paste that into your description and you put a thing like, check out more of my Harley items, colon, and you put the hyperlink and then people at the end of the description, they just click there and it takes them to all your Harley items. Yeah. And you, what you could also do instead of just having it like a link where that the hyperlink is HTTPS colon slash slash, yeah. you, could, you could change if you're using Word or Google Docs. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming it would work this way is you can change the text that's displayed. So you can have the text say Harley gear. Uh, true, true, true. And then when they yes. click on it, it's the link. So that way it's not ugly in your description of like all, all these random words and letters and numbers. Correct. So the way you do that, right? You go to Word and you type in or Google Docs or wherever you type in Harley gear, right click, highlight it, right click hyperlink, and then you put the web address. Yep. 
And then you copy that Harley gear, which is hyperlinked back into your description. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I, I thought it was a great tip, man. I, I was like, I need to go back to my whatever 2000 something listings and get that fixed. But I do have a solution, which I'll share at the end of how I'm going to get that done. Nice. So it's, it's not as mind blowing as you would think, but yeah, it's a good tip. So, and no, thank you, Greg. Seriously. I, that takes me back to back in the day people used to do that and I don't see that on listings anymore. Yeah. I mean, that might work with my uh, new business venture, right? If I'm selling different, different sizes or different uh, quantities true, or different, true. whatever, you know, I can, that would be interesting, but yes, yeah. true. So everybody's like, what is Mike selling? So, all right. The world may never know. Okay. Now, have, did you notice eBay glitching this last week? Um, I don't know this. Okay. So maybe I should have shared this a little bit in my random stories, but, um, we had a really, really high winds come through our area. Oh yeah. Like power outages, yeah, man. And where I'm at, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing around. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the most like remote place you could be. So the wind is just howling through and our power companies in this area literally shut off power for like, it was something crazy for a while, like 80,000 people. I almost went to a hotel because if they shut off my power, there's no way I could yeah. function. It's, it's, it was crazy. But the thing is, um, it's not a big deal. I'm off the grid. I have solar. I have generators. I don't need power. But when Ooh. the power went out, the uh, the a lot of the cell towers went down yeah, or like coverage went down. Yes. Right. So literally, there was times where I was like, I don't know if we're making if we're getting eBay sales right now. I have no idea if we're getting eBay messages. Like we'd have to drive into town a couple of times to get signal because where we live, we have like one bar of signal. Uh, but when the when we're having cell issues. The signal goes way, way low and we can't get any kind of reception and we have to drive like 10 minutes to get reception. So um, eBay might have been glitching, but it didn't really have lots of access. Well, this last week. they did have an issue of managed payments. And I got to tell you, I am I'm still not sold on managed payments. I, I I'm not. Now, I am sold in the fact that PayPal is not stealing 2.9% anymore on returns. I know. <laughs> like, how you think crazy for saying that? But so they did. Now eBay did send out a message. They said there was an issue that affected payouts for a number of managed payment sellers on December second. This issue has been resolved, and all affected payouts were recent on December second. Now there was more of an issue for me though. What ended up happening was, as a result of this, a lot of my funds were like held, and then I tried to print shipping labels, and it wouldn't let me buy shipping labels on eBay. So if you ever get stuck, if you're in a place where like for a reason eBay glitches and you can't buy shipping labels what would you do mike you know what you would do ebay was stuck and i couldn't do shipping labels yes i'd probably just use pirate ship there we go i mean i know it's a simple solution but not everybody but i didn't think about that initially i'm like what is going on and then i'm like got pirate ship yeah so i just went i went to pirateship.com imported my ebay listings printed all my labels and it was fine now and what it allows you to do is you can connect the credit card or whatever you want and you could do that but i will tell you it was I, I was a little perturbed by it because I'm like, this is the middle key. And then what ended up popping up and I'm not trying to make this an eBay rant session. I promise you, I love eBay. eBay is a reason why I'm a full-time seller. Did you see these ad recommended item specifics? And not only that, and I'm sure there's a way you can go into your settings like on, on an iPhone. I know how to do it on, on my phone, uh, but my wife, she's, she hates when you have the little badge on your on an app, on an app that says like you need to open this because you have a notification right so it's like okay. one two three and it like will yeah. like identify the fact that there's something new. She can't get rid of that now because of those, like those count like, like if you Wait, use an really? eBay message 
hers, her app will show like you have something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you have your that that notification thing off, but like hers, it, it it's showing that, and the reason is is because of those item item descriptions. I just. <laughs> I just, uh, I made a meme about it on, on Instagram, but I'm just, I'm thinking what, like what, what went on? Like, was it like, Hey, submit OQ4, let's drop this right now. High five, everybody. Great idea. Like the, no reseller at this point in time, like seeing those numbers on there. Now they're not required. Make sure everyone understands they're not required. But my belief is if it's showing up, it's going to end up being required. So we do have a nice YouTube video that we put together about how to get that done quicker, but I'm not, I'm not even messing with it. I do not have time right now to deal with that. I, I really hope that in the future, eBay will think about dropping this kind of info, you know, kind of like May or June when things are kind of slow and there's not much, you know, going on. Like that's a great time. <laughs> First week of December. Probably not. Probably not. Now, I want to give you guys and I love eBay, by the way, but I want to give you guys an update on my Amazon. Remember my Amazon thing where it glitched, right? And actually the Amazon glitch just got fixed yesterday. Mm. Like I can finally see sales when I, and I, I will tell you, there's a psychological effect of when you're on eBay, uh, when you're on Amazon and you're doing the swipe and then it refreshes and it refreshes and you're like, oh, here's a bunch more sales. Here's a bunch more sales. Cause it hasn't been happening until yesterday. And I remember outsource when I'm outsourcing, like when I see those numbers go up, I want to buy more. Cause I'm like, there's more money to be made. So it finally got fixed. But anyway, I know some of you can resonate with me there. Now it's same with eBay. Like if you keep getting chings, you want to source more, right? Cause you're like, Hey, there's more money to be made. Now on Amazon, I had mentioned how I, uh, had a bunch of cancellations and it was, it put the whole store my whole Amazon store at risk said, you're at risk of deactivation. And I'm kind of shocked, but, uh, Amazon took care of it. Like within a day, I looked at my feedback and I was back at hundred percent. They cleared out every single cancellation I had. So I guess on that day, if there was ever a day that you could really mess up on Amazon and do a bunch of cancellations, that was the day. So they took care of it. I'm I'm all good. I'm a hundred percent. I'm fine. And I really, I really appreciated that. I mean, because I always get after Amazon for always dropping the hammer. So far, they haven't dropped the hammer at all. There's a couple listings where here's a funny one. There was an Amazon listing where the item was selling for more from the Amazon warehouse that sells re Amazon returns from Amazon than it was brand new. From Amazon. Do you know what I'm saying? So you can get an item cheaper used. I mean, cheaper new than, oh wait, yeah, new than used. So anyways, but that's my Amazon thing. So, so but here's the thing. Whenever there's glitches, there's always ways around it. There's always ways to work things out and we we're able to continue moving forward. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I don't know. How do you feel about this? So now on eBay, you can set your weekend shipping and handling days on eBay. So before you only used to be able to do Monday through Friday. And uh, do, do you do, well, you don't do same day, right? You do one day, one day, yeah, one day. Right. But you can have like a cutoff time, right? So if I do same day, so my same day, my cutoff time is by 1 PM. People buy by 1 PM. I will ship out that same day. It all depends on, you know, what works best for you. But on the weekends, there's no way of doing that. Right. So it kind of levels out the playing field for everybody because everybody has technically the same day handling. And so now you're able to set it on the weekends. 
And so people are able to determine. So now it says, now you can specify in your shipping preferences if you work Saturday and Sunday and set specific handling cutoff times for those days. Your weekend ship dates and faster delivery times will be reflected in your shipping estimates. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah. I mean, anything to give you an edge, right? There's a part of me that's hesitant about it. Because I like, I like how the delivery window, I guess, because I've been taking advantage of it during this time of COVID and Q4, where it's bigger than usual until I always get that nice feedback of your stuff gets here really fast. Mm-hmm. Where now, if I, if I tighten it, like people are, I don't know if people are going to say the same anymore. Yeah, could be. I mean, people are always going to be happy when stuff comes quickly. Um, and you're going to have a competitive edge if you're, if you're saying like, I'm going to be shipping, you know, over the weekend at certain times. Uh, but you could also kind of say, I don't do that. I mean, as long as not every seller is doing that and that's the norm, it's not going to hurt you, you know? Yeah. I just, I'm a big fan of under promising, right. And over delivering. So you could basically say like, you'll get your item within six months. And then when it gets there in three days, like normal, how about, how about you just, you just, you promise what you can deliver. That that that's the best, right? I mean, I'm obviously gonna change it, you know. But it was nice, like on Saturdays, where I didn't have that, mm. and so when people got their items that I sent priority on Saturday on a Monday, they were really happy. Or now, if it's I'm gonna ship this day, they're gonna expect it anyways, you know. I don't know. Let us know your thoughts. All right. Now this is this is the dark side of eBay right now. I'm about to share. Not eBay's fault. But, you know, we've been talking about the PS5s and, you know, scalpers and all that. And this is a thing now. So eBay is going after PS5 photo scammers. So let, let me explain to you what this is. Do you kind of have an idea of what's happening here? Uh, just from the title, I'd imagine that people are selling photos as if like to make it so you can list that you have something you don't have. Is that what it is? Correct. And they're still listing that are live. But so, if, I mean, I don't, why would somebody buy that? You could just copy and paste somebody's photo. So here's one that's sold. Okay. So this sold for 4050 Obviously, the person didn't pay. <laughs> the message is selling pictures of the PS5. Great for scalpers. If you're a human, don't purchase. Right. So it's going after the bots. Oh, I see what. Okay. So then that's. So there's that. There's that side. There's gotcha. the justice side. But here's another. Here's a listing right now. Right now, it is on eBay. It is live. It says. PS5 digital digital version, picture only, read description. And it's a PS5 picture. It's not even like a picture. It's a screenshot from an iPhone of a PS5. And they're selling it for $489. Hey, you know what I mean? Like it's art. Who's to say, who's to say that oh this isn't goodness. like, you know, I mean, I don't know what everybody's views on art are, but you know, like if a banana on a wall can be art, like I took a picture of a PS5 on my bed and I want to sell that picture because to me, this is art. But obviously, I, we know what they're doing. Here's the thing. I remember this back when Xbox, like when the first Xbox came out and it was like, same thing. Scalpers obviously is a little bit different, but you know, people were buying them up. I mean, this is what we do, right? You go to, you go to a Target, you go to a Walmart, you buy one or two of them if you can and you sell them. You go on Black Friday to get the deal and you sell it for more on eBay. And I remember that there were people selling Xbox boxes. And because it's such a similar sounding name, like it's an Xbox. So people were selling this is an Xbox box and people would just see Xbox and it was like, I'm buying this Xbox. It's just, it's just not okay. Like look at the description. So they said, read the description. Let me read the description on this listing. PS5 digital 
parentheses picture parentheses redescription. This is literally a picture of a PS5. You're not getting a console. You're not getting a box with a PS5 inside it. There are no returns. This is a picture of a PS5 in an envelope you will get. Literally no console. <laughs> I mean, how can they be how can they be attacked though? Like anybody who I mean, I guess if 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 you know your your grandparent is going on to buy and they don't read the description, but you know, when we sell stuff, it's like Hey, selling this untested, or there's a hole in the in the the pants, and we show a picture of it, right? Like, read the description, know what you're getting. Yeah, but that's a little different than the. I mean, I, I think it hurts buyer confidence. Does it when it says in there? I mean, look, I'm not I'm not saying that this is a good thing. I would <laughs> I would never do this. I think I think the people who are doing it is you know whatever. But the reality is, is it that like is it enough for 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 eBay like? The if eBay to me, if eBay goes after and shuts these people down, I would say, is is that worth shutting them down for? Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, I could sell, I could sell my fingernail clippings if I wanted to, right? Like, is that your new venture? Did you just leave no, that out? It's not, but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I bet you celebrities could. A celebrity could say, like, you know, this oh, is yeah. this Elvis is Brad Pitt's hair. This I mean, is Brad Pitt's, yeah. you know, hair that he cut or whatever. Like, so if somebody wants to sell a picture, like people can buy whatever they want to buy and and people can list stuff and i don't know it's it, to me it would be more of a scam if they were selling something they didn't have or they were hiding it in there but like if they're being very clear like is it is it is it the right thing to do i wouldn't encourage it but is it like what i say like these people need to go to jail like no it's not that big of a deal i just it needs to go i, I just I, it just hurts ebay I, it just hurts us as sellers because I could see that. You know, I think about you're it. You're not getting that on Amazon. So I understand that. Let's like, say you're a parent and you're just quickly like you see a deal and you're really excited and and you know, you just click on how many times have people bought stuff from you and not read the description or gone to the second picture? I've had it happen a lot. And so now granted, if I were to spend that much money, I probably would do all those things. Like I wouldn't just randomly hit buy it now. But anyways, man, I, I just I was kind of shocked that I found that like I think I found, it's kind of funny. Yeah, no, it is. There, there's some, there's some humor in there. So it's hilarious. I wonder how many things we could do that of sell pictures of stuff. Here, <laughs> here's a picture of uh, a book. <laughs> that of a yeah, but it's PS Five. I don't think you'd get as much traction. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you know, but who knows? Like just go crazy. They had to pay for the listing, right? And is it against eBay's policy? That's the thing. Is if it's against eBay's policy, then I'd say. They can go after them, but if they're going to have disciplinary action for something that's not against their policy, that's would be like, all right, look, is what like I said, is what these what do you guys doing? think? Do you think there should be disciplinary action there? And and I get the and just to be fair, I try and think of both sides here. I, I see why. Okay, like this might give eBay a bad rep, right? Like you can never know what you're going to get on eBay, and so we want customers to feel safe because then that means more customers are going to buy on eBay, which means more money ultimately in our pocket. So can this hurt us? Sure, but at the same time, I think it's more of a I think it's more of a funny troll than anything. But I don't know if there's people selling a whole bunch of these and they are scamming people. I mean, I'd feel bad. Like if this was me and I did that and I got five hundred dollars and this person's like, I need this money, like I was trying to buy my kid a PS. How do you not refund them? Like that's what I wonder. If they even sell one of those, like well, how do you not saying, refund like, somebody? No, no refunds at all. So okay, hey, I want to get into other resellers' hobbies, but we we did say we would buy a bulk thing if we got a bunch of con- I think you said do- 20 20 okay 
So I, I remember going to answer some of the comments like, whoa, this is the most interactive one we've had. And then I forgot that, like, that's why. Mm. <laughs> so Did we get 20? So I'm going to count them right now. On air. Is that a bad idea? So yeah. it's a bad idea. It's a lot of dead air. Well, real quick. One, uh, two. Hmm? <laughs> two. Sorry, two. I don't think we got 23, four, five, six. Ooh, suspense, seven, eight, nine. Oh, not even close. So we still may do it, though. Yeah, we still might do it. We saw one person that mentioned this might be just a good tip for you. Uh, again, always feel free to interact in the in the chat because a lot of people drop great knowledge in they the do. chat. They do. That is true. Uh, so somebody recommended, hey, don't do the the used or the the um, uninspected returns uh, that they've done it and it, it tends to be all broken stuff. Do the new item. So do the bulk new item. So obviously you've got to figure out your own risk uh, to reward you know ratio. What's going to work for you? But uh, at least one person has has. Encouraged us not to do the used because it's broken item. So let us know below. Have you experienced the same? Have you done a bulk box? What was your experience? All right. So I want to end on you know, a reseller topic. So Amazon says that this year's holiday shopping period was the biggest in its history. And I believe it. I think all across all platforms. And by the way, we haven't hit peak. So I, you know, I talk about this all the time, but the the sweet spot is the two weeks before Christmas. Usually, it's like the first two weeks of December, but our calendar is a little different. So, for me, it's like December like ten through because December tenth is on a Thursday. So let's say December eleven. Usually, a lot of people buy stuff on the weekend. So my belief is that from December eleven all the way through the twentieth, like it's just gonna be crazy sales. So I'm looking at it right. December eleventh is a Friday. And then December 18th is a Friday. So that's plenty of time for people to order and get items. So there's like this sweet spot of time that there's plenty to be made. And I'm looking at the data here. So look at Amazon says uh, that, oh, here it goes. Uh, one Wall Street firm estimated that Amazon captured 42 cents of every dollar spent during this past busy shopping period. 40, that's about half of everything was bought on Amazon. That is crazy to me and what was crazier too was uh, on black friday if you take a look at last year's data it says the flood of online shopping was bad news for many brick and mortar locations as many consumers remain cautious about making trips to crowded stores and malls foot traffic to stores on black friday dropped by 52 percent compared with last year we wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode Hey everyone, ever found yourself too busy to list or wanting to scale and not knowing how? Well, we've partnered with a great service called Sellhound. They will help you do much of the heavy lifting and can benefit your business in many ways. Sign up for listing services with Sellhound and receive 25% off your first purchase or 25% off your first month of a Sellhound monthly subscription. You can do this by using our promo code all in caps, Pure Hustle 25. That's the numbers two five. By the way, everyone gets three free listings to try out before any purchases. Just go to sawhound.com and subscribe using our promo code Pure Hustle 25. Yeah. The thing, I mean, I'm I'm as pro-capitalism, I think, as anybody I know. Um, and so I'm not the kind of person who's gonna say, like, but that's not fair to everybody else. But at the same time, I just worry that some of this is brought on due to due to lockdowns and due to um, places being forced to close their doors. And 
Um, not that mom and pop shops are ever going to be able to compete with Amazon or uh, maybe even provide the same kind of quality to their customers in the sense of, you know, if things are cheaper, if everything gets cheaper, then you have more money, more, more money in your pocket. And that's a good thing for you. However, if, if all of these companies, these private, smaller places, these brick and mortar places, not even small places, we walked, I walked them all the other day. My wife had to get her ring inspected and it was like half of the stores were, were yeah. not just closed, but like empty. Like, like I've never seen anything like it, it was like a ghost town. And those are people's jobs. Those are people. Who, and so you kind of wonder like, this is this, this, there's good news to it that, that there's moved towards online and there's benefits to that. But at the same time, is it, is it just at the expense of, of these brick and mortar stores because the lockdowns, not that they weren't actually keeping up and they weren't providing the right service. Cause a lot of times you hear like, okay, Walmart's moving into a town. It's going to close all the, the small mom and pop shops. And I think there's, there's good arguments on both sides. And I think that it actually provides a lot of benefit to the town when a big business moves in. However, when it's like not because the mom and pop shops didn't have a chance to like provide the right kinds of service or provide the items and and lower their prices, but they literally just, sorry, you don't get to operate. That kind of sucks. No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I think it's, I think that has a lot to do with it. I think the other side is buyer's habits mm. have changed, right? We talked about that before on the podcast, how during the pandemic, most people said that now that they've understood like how they can get stuff right to their door and pretty quick, that they're more likely to buy online. And so this is just an evidence of that. And again, I'm expecting, I, I've been saying this for months that this is probably going to be the biggest queue forever. And I'm still anticipating saying that. And one example I know is that I have items that are ranked, you know, above 10 K, which is a pretty, it's a pretty awesome rank, but those items usually it'd be like, you know, an hour, two hours, maybe, you know, a handful a day. No, it is within the moment I drop it to its lowest price, gone, gone. Like it just done. So I don't know how high that goes. It used to be that for items that are ranked below a thousand on Amazon, like stuff would sell instantly. I'm finding that it's up in the 10 to 20,000. Like there's, there's so much that is selling and, and that's before peak. So I can only imagine what it's going to be next week with items that are out there. So if you have the opportunity to go source, go list on eBay, go, you know, merchant fulfilled, whatever you can uh, to make things happen. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This time I'm going to hit the right button. What's your bolo? Nope. How you didn't even, do it. I didn't uh, even try to shame sync. you enough. Nope. Um, I'm, I'm really good at that. I feel like shame is a powerful motivator. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um, so, so what's your bolo? What's my bolo? Um, so when, when I first started selling, reselling, one of the things you told me you stay away from, and I definitely understand why. So I'm going to give this bolo with, with some caveats. Uh, but you, you said you stayed away from like baby stuff, right? Like mm -hmm. baby things. Cause just the, um, the liability issues, right? If something happens, you don't know if there's recalls on certain items and, and it's just that and like healthcare products. Those are just things we've tried to stay away from. However, I'm okay with selling new in box, uh, baby stuff because to me, it's like selling anything new in box. Um, what I find is I I'm able to get my hands on quite a few like baby monitors, baby sleeping, like pad things to tell if they're moving baby cameras. Those types of things are new in box pretty easy to find. And I think the reason why 
is because people get this stuff for like baby showers mm -hmm. and they have a whole bunch of them and maybe they got two and they didn't want to take one back. And it's like, oh, did I get the gift receipt? Or maybe I didn't. I don't want to ask them for a gift receipt. Or they're like, yeah, I'll use this. And they put it in a box and they never end up using it. So a lot of times I'll go to a garage sale or I'll be at the thrift store and I'll see like new in box baby monitors uh, of various types. And they tend to sell pretty well. Like I, I, I tend to do good on, on those. And I don't know if it's because people, because you can get them cheap off Amazon for like newer models. But I think some people, you know, they're on their, maybe they have their second or their third kid and they're like, oh, I really like that baby monitor we used to have. And they look it up on eBay and they want the same one. Or they don't want to spend as much as they did on the first kid. Yeah. I mean, that that could be. <laughs> but even still, like I said, like, that's what's a weird thing so, Like with things like that. Like you can get like a brand new baby monitor, like the newest model on Amazon for like twenty nine ninety nine. Or you can go to eBay and get the old five-year model that I have for $29.99 and people still buy that one. And I'm like, I don't yeah, it, it is one. interesting. But you know, some people know what they like. They're, they're familiar with one. They're like, we loved this one. I'm going to get it. Or who knows why? Maybe some people just shop on eBay, you know, and they're like, I'm buying something for my friend. And so they're going to get it on eBay. But my bolo is new in box uh, baby monitors. There's a few different types, like just the ones that you can listen to. I've also sold a couple of the ones. Uh, that like clip onto a baby's like diaper. So um, if they stop moving for a certain period of time, oh, wow. it alarms. Yeah. Existed. yeah, I got one of these. So my son, when he was born, he was in the NICU for um, eight days and he had some breathing issues. And so I I'm not like the helicopter type parent that was like super concerned. Like, oh, he's going to, something's going to go wrong. But because of that, when we took him home from the NICU, I was like, I want something because they kept telling us like every couple of hours, go check his breathing. And it's like, that's a scary thing, you know? Yeah, so we found these things that would like clip onto a diaper and it basically, as they breathe, it moves up and down. And if it ever doesn't move for like a certain amount of time, it's like 10 seconds or something like that. It's an alarm goes off. Huh. Right. So, and it went off a couple of times and it, it was always just because it fell off the diaper. Um, but it's just that peace of mind that helped us sleep. So those have sold, I've, I've, I've sold several of those and just the ones it's like, audio so you can listen to them so uh check out baby monitors and again uh orlando has great points with be careful with the types of things you're comfortable selling if you're some selling something like that you might not be comfortable with because you might think hey this is somebody they're kind of putting you know a lot of trust in do you want to be responsible for something like that so you got to know your risk um ratio or your risk uh threshold uh, is it risk aversion yeah, well, it, the threshold you're willing to go okay, to. I don't you know. know. I don't know. I just turn off. You're a little bit. You have some risk aversion when it comes to to infant stuff. Oh yeah, sure. I, I won't. I won't touch it. So, but I, you know, there's there's a lot of money to be made though right. that I'm missing out on. So, all right. So my, my bowl is kind of a reseller topic. So what have you sold a Floby before? I don't. Even, what's a Floby? So Floby is like that vacuum thing that like it sucks up your hair and it cuts it. Oh, and it's yellow and black. Uh, -uh. And that's why it's called Flow B, like B E. Got it. So I've shared the story before. Remember that one garage sale story where I I bought a Flow B and a guy randomly came up to me and like grabbed it out of my hand and I'm like, "What are you doing? This is mine." He's like, "No, this is mine." I'm like, "No, I just bought it." He's like, "No, that wasn't supposed to be sold to you." I'm like, "Oh, so sorry." I did. I've told that story on the podcast. Yeah. So I wish I had Flow B right now in my hand because. The last Floby I think I sold, I sold it complete. So Floby comes, it comes, it doesn't come with a vacuum because you hook it up to a vacuum, but it, it comes with, you know, the, the hose and the, the, just, you know, the engine and all that. And then, uh, it comes with like different clippers, right? Are they called clippers or whatever? The uh, different, the different the settings, hair guards, uh, the hair guards, that's what it is. The hair guards. Right. And so 
you know, I sold it for about 130 and I, I paid $10 for the last one. And I sold that during COVID. And th- they were good money. They were bolos back then. But now they are super bolos. Hmm. And this is why. Always pay attention to cultural trends. So, uh, George Clooney. Right? Kind of like, you know, kind of looks like me a little bit. So, George Clooney. <laughs> you guys can all put the LOL in the comments and we'll all know exactly if why. If he shaved his head, though, maybe. All right. So, so George Clooney was on Jimmy Kimmel. And I don't know the whole context. I, I'm, this is from... Now, it's on on several news sites. I picked the most reliable one, TMZ. So TMZ, because it deals with celebrities. Bastion of uh, journalistic yes. integrity. Actually, they may be. Who knows? All right. So so George Clooney was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he showed him how to use a Floby, right? And how you know how it works. And he actually like, used it on air. And as a result of that public shout out, the company, the new ones that were selling, are all sold out. Completely sold out. So I'm like, what, you know, so they're, they're reporting this here. Let me read. You said Troy Hunt, vice president of flow B tells TMZ the actors public shout out and support of the product last year resulted in sales going up tenfold, tenfold. Right. And its website was so overloaded. A lot of customers weren't able to complete their orders. <laughs> That's intense. Like if you think about those of you that grew up in the nineties, like those Floby commercials were hilarious. Like who used Floby? I mean, I know some of us did. I didn't, but I know friends that did. Now, Hunt says Floby had already seen a boost in 2020 compared to recent years due to the coronavirus with barbershops and hair salons closed, but that uptick was nothing compared to what he's calling the Clooney effect. The Floby VP tells us they've completely sold out and it'll be at least two to four weeks before they can supply up to meet demand. As for the Clooney boom, Hunt says it has a huge surprise because the company hasn't worked with him before and they didn't even know he was a customer, which is true. Like, I would think... George Clooney is like paying some super rich, like, you know, bringing him to his house to cut his hair. Right. Didn't that, t- but George Clooney on COVID, like that, that's an interesting one. Now yeah. I was like, okay, I'm wondering like what, you know, what Flobies are going for on eBay. So I looked it up last night and I was blown away. Now, remember I had said that Flobies, you know, when the last one I sold was for, about 130. Now, if you go to comps now, the most recent, okay, used. This isn't even new. This is used. Okay. Here's one open box that sold on December 7th for $480. Here's another pre-owned for $620. Jeez. 275, 356, 300, 364, 749.99. I mean, I mean, obviously some have more than others. Yeah. But these, I mean, I'm looking at some other basic ones and they're still selling for good money. Even, you know, the hair guards, all of it. So what the flow B is going on here. <laughs> so that is a bolo. Yeah. Especially if they can't restock for two to four weeks. This is the hottest bolo we've ever dropped. <laughs> right. Because if you can get your hands on a flow B, I know everybody now is getting, I did it already. I put my search settings on all these things to try to get flow B's going. Uh, I just don't have the time because of Amazon, so I, I'm not going to be pursuing them. But if you got the time and you're in a town and you have the advantage that there aren't a lot of resellers or, you know, not a lot of people are using technology to find things, there's your bolo. Yeah. I mean, garage sale it up. You might find some flobies. I'm, I'm here see- for the, you know, people pull up. You have any jewelry? They're going to just like <laughs> pull up, roll your window down. You got a floby? <laughs> and then you can drive off. It's true. Man. 
I just wish because I, I actually went into my death piles because I have several totes of stuff I haven't listed. And I know it's sad for me to admit that. And I went through there. I'm like, maybe there's a no, no Floby. I was kind of sad. Unbelievable. So, there you go. All right, so, well, all right. So what are you looking forward to here? Um, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, taking the next steps in my business venture. That's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I don't mean to be so cryptic about it because, uh, you know, again, like I said, I just don't want to kill the market. But I do think I'm going to be sharing more as uh, as the journey goes. Uh, so stay tuned. And uh, it, it, it's uh, it, it's interesting for sure. But I'm looking forward to it because there's a lot of processes in place. Like I need to, um, there's there's naming involved, there's infrastructure involved, there's, you know, lots that are going to go into this. But uh, but I think this might be, this might be the niche. This might be it. All right. I'm interested. Yeah. I, I'm interested for the journey. So, yeah. okay. So remember how I was renting out the cargo van? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm buying keep- it. No, I'm not. Not yet. Not yet. But I'm renting it for another week. Just think of how much you've spent in rentals. You could have bought one. You could have probably bought like an old E fifty E one fifty. Yeah, but got see, it fixed. But, but the problem is most of the time I've rented vans this past year, it's been out of town when I fly into different towns. Mm. So unless I can, you know, unless I can I, I rather I'm a big fan of just flying into a town and renting a minivan and loading up. Right. I'm not a fan. I if it's within California, I don't mind driving everywhere, but I don't want to drive across states. I'd rather fly across states. I know that sounds so bougie, but I, I got airline miles from my Amazon purchases. Yeah, George Clooney over here flying first class. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now, um, I'm actually, this is going to be, be weird. I'm actually possibly hiring a helper here soon. Oh, nice. You're going to hire an employee for uh, a helper. Yep. So, so somebody had reached out to me and said, Orlando, I think this is a perfect candidate. You know, and everything sounded great. So I'm meeting with this person or giving them a call over the next week. I know it's right in the middle of Q4. Uh, so I I may not put, you know, this individual to work until like things until things settle down. But I'm excited about it because, I, you know, I've said this before. I, I need help. <laughs> I need help in many ways, but I need <laughs> I need help in my reselling business because I think I'm at a point where I can only scale so much and I was kind of scaling before with the helper and I COVID took that all away and now I'm back to, you know, and, and it's somebody that I feel is responsible. We'll do the work that's necessary. We'll have a quick turnaround time. So I'll be able to scale faster. And so I'm looking forward to that. And the other thing is uh, with my van, uh, you know, being that I can't send out any FBA shipments, my van has a power outlet and I shared this on Instagram that I can actually print labels on the road. Now I'm not going to be doing that during the daytime just because I'd rather print out stuff on in the hotel. So I'm actually going to take merchant fulfilled sales on the road. So I'm only going to be sourcing things that I know will sell instantly, like within, you know, within the minute, within the day. And I'm seeing if I can make it because I've never listen to be real. Once December 14, 15, stop you know happened i kind of stopped with amazon i i didn't do merchant fulfilled all the way until the 20th i just did fba because i felt it was i think merchant fulfilled is exhausting but the fact that there's so much opportunity right now i just i gotta capitalize on this so i'm gonna see what i can make happen and and hopefully it'll it'll be worth you know and and here's the thing the van only cost me about 300 something more for the for another week and all i have to do is sell you know a few items and i'm good already so nice It'll be good. So we'll see what happens. I like it. 
All right, we're all busy. Hopefully, you guys are all busy. Hopefully, sales are coming in. And so, appreciate your support. Appreciate your help. Appreciate you tuning in. And with that being said, make sure to be real. Be relevant. And be reselling. Peace. Peace.